I got a big surprise in the mail this weekend. Was it a note? I couldn't think of what comes in the mail. Amazon? No, notes, notes do come in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> was I, it an Amazon package you remember ordering? Nope. Well, um, it? So it was literally a big package. So uh, let me weave you a tale. Let's Ooh. go back in time. <laughs> we find ourselves in like... May 2020 or so. Oh, what a simple time. Yeah, exactly. Full of of sourdough bread and saying, well, at least we can still go on walks. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. We'll definitely be out of this by 4th of July. (laughs) Um, Rock girl summer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, like many people in the world right now, uh, bought things on the internet and completely redid my uh, room in my house because it allowed me to feel something. Um, Josh redid his bedroom. Yes, so I redid my bedroom. We talked about. <laughs> okay, uh, so I got a bed, new bed frame. Very happy with it. There was a small little like nick on the on the uh, headboard, and so I had gotten it through All Modern, which is Wayfair, but you know the same things. They just charge more for it, nice. um, and so I. You are a you're a good shopper. Yes, yes. They uh, they have a thing where you can get a replacement part. So I put in a thing and they were like, okay, yeah, we can send you a replacement part. And I was like, great. And then it left my mind for months, months at a time. And then I came home on, on Friday night and there was a huge package in the mailroom. And I was looking at it and I was like, I've seen this package before. I've I brought this package up the stairs before. I looked at it. Instead of sending me a new headboard, which, again, I don't notice this little, like, ding on it anymore. Instead of sending me just the headboard, they sent me a whole new bed frame. Oh, no. (laughs) It is, Paula, on the video chat, it is right behind me. Uh, Readers can confirm it's huge. (laughs) What are you going to do with that bed frame? Um, so I put it in my works um, retail therapy channel, and it's going to a happy home. Is you, are you so selling gonna, it for three times the amount? I thought about doing that, but then I felt kind of bad about it. And so we're doing a, a barter system kind of thing where they have a garden and I've got and they have, you know, they can send give me some alcohol and some uh, some hot peppers. And I'm going to give them a bed frame because they're having a baby soon <laughs> and I'd like them to get some sleep. And the baby wants a nice bed. Yeah, right. The the baby, the newest research is saying don't put a baby in a crib. Just put them on a big bed so that as they roll, they won't fall off. The problem is you put them in a twin bed, they'll start rolling off. Yes. It's a whole thing. The newest research says baby wants king bed. <laughs> baby wants king bed. <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the sincere and earnest topics of the day. Of the day. I just, I know we say that every week, but it really cracks me up because it really makes it seem like people are running out in the streets being like, someone talk about dinosaurs. (laughs) Right, exactly. I haven't heard about the gold rush in a full month. And instead it's just me and you like sitting on here beforehand being like, um, have we talked about cups? (laughs) Oh, we have talked about leftovers already. (laughs) Shit, shit, shit. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about show show choir anyway. (laughs) Josh, what's our topic today? Snacking. Snacking. Out here looking like a snacking. (laughs) Uh, We'll get to that. Let's talk about the obvious stuff first. (laughs) Uh, Paula, do you have a go-to snack? Like this is like the snack at the end of the day. Like you're sitting at home and you're like, I'm a little peckish. And you open up the cupboard and you're like, this is it. Um, well, I would say that my preferred method of eating is snacking. Like Mm. if I, if I had my way, there would be no meals. There would only be a continuous stream of snacks, Mm. never ending, never resting, never stopping. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) None of it healthy, all of it salty. Mm, Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know what I mean? And even, even in, even in bed, even as I lie in bed, if there's a way for me to occasionally pop a chip in the mouth, 
Let's do sure. it. Sure, sure, sure. Like a Wallace and Gromit-esque yeah. mechanism that, that somehow gets a chip for you and puts it in your mouth. Yes. I don't understand the reference, but I'm assuming that's right. So my, I guess I would say my two very favorite snacks right now at this moment are both pretzel based. So everybody sit mm. down, lie down, don't get mad at me. Number one, I'm loving a peanut butter pretzel. Okay. Are those the little ones that are the little, like, uh, they look like little bullets and they've yeah. got like, and you shake them and you can hear the peanut butter inside of it. Yes. And it only barely counts as peanut butter. You know what I mean? Like it's dried out crusty. Oh yeah. Um, but when you can get it now, I'm sure these are sold in the real world, but the only world I know is Costco. Mm. You can get these dark chocolate covered pretzels and uh, you can kind of pretend they're healthy because pretzels are at the bottom of the food chain. And I would suck those <laughs> down day after day. Wow. Yeah. I That's have a lot of funny answer, but it's very accurate. No, no. It, I, I have a, uh, a couple reactions to this. Sure. Um, first and foremost, those pretzels where you can shake them and hear the peanut butter inside of it always to me are, I never get them. And so when they are available, I love them. They're sure. amazing. It's the perfect amount of salty and sweet. Yes. And a combination, a little bit of both. Yes, exactly. But the problem is I love them so much that I know I couldn't bring them into the house, but also they feel like dog treats to me, like at a very base oh, level. That's right. Cause you've never met a dog. <laughs> well, no, just like the size of them, the peanut butter ratio and like yeah. something about like shaking it. That what makes me excited. Just eat it. I don't, I don't know. I'm just very excited. It's just like they look and feel a, like the size, the rough size of dog treats. And therefore, like, I feel very Pavlovian that I'm sitting there being like, I must eat another. Like, I am a dog. And then I have an ex existential crisis, but then it's worth it because of the peanut butter. You're overthinking this by a wild amount. Have you met me? You know that that's true. <laughs> you know the craziest thing about snacks? What? You can just get them. Yeah. So, yeah, as an adult. You can just get them. Like, it kind of feels like uh, it has to be like a delightful little treat when you come in contact with one. But then you realize, like, if you want to, you can just go hog wild at Mariano's. You can buy all the, like, chips that you want. You can buy bags of just chocolate chips. And that can be dinner. <laughs> There's no rules. Yeah, you I'm going to eat as many Luna bars as Mariano's will allow into my cart. <laughs> yeah. There's no, it kind of feels like snacks have to be gifted upon you. Mm. But that's not true. It's almost like, yeah, there's an element of surprise to snacks sure. in that, like, I think that it's almost like you grow up and it's it's like mom or dad or whoever the parental figure is, like, oh, they got the good snacks. That there's some kind of surprise or reward yes. element to yes. it. And then the way that I want my snacks is I want to consciously buy them and then forget that I've bought them and then open the cupboard and be like, oh, this is what I wanted because I planned for it to be what I wanted. Yes. But their true joy comes from like, I didn't realize that I had these like these banana bread bites. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a snack. That sounds like a punishment. But... <laughs> Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't have time. I don't even have time to address it. Um, yes. Or it's like, it's like a snack. You like a good snack is the kind that you stumble upon at a party. Yes. You know, like back when you were going to parties, like you would go there and there would be a huge vat of that Dean's French onion chips and like the off brand ruffles. And you're like, this is the best thing in the world. Like, why don't I eat this always? But the key to life is you can eat it always. Sure. Yes. Though my body will no longer, it'll reject snacks after a certain amount of time. I guess that makes it not as special. I guess, I guess that's the thing, Josh. There's home snacks and then there's far away snacks. Yes. Okay. This is, this is correct. Is I that like, hitting it. yes, there's, there's the home snacks, which you allow yourself into your home. And then there are ways, away snacks, which are like, they become less special and you don't want to lose that joy yeah. from it. So like for me, it's like someone making a good trail mix, not the shitty trail mix or like puppy chow. Oh, <laughs> puppy chow. Yes. But like, yeah, and you can, and there's nothing wrong with it, but I would never occur to me to like make a pot of puppy chow for yeah. myself. Yeah. And so people who have never had puppy chow, first off, <sighs> about to blow your mind. Secondly, uh, how would you, it's what? It's like, uh, it's 
peanut butter, chocolate, and powdered sugar. And powdered sugar. And kind of the magic with puppy chow is it's as messy as it sounds. It does not get less messy. When you are done, you are covered in the remnants of puppy chow. We used to get it at school all the time. At school? Yeah. See, Midwestern, Josh, there's no rules about nutrition. (laughs) I feel like I, it, I, puppy chow is a very, that it feels very Midwestern and it also feels very like, and this might be a horrible take, but like, Uh-oh. like a, it, it was, uh, like no Jewish household I went to or lived in had puppy chow. <laughs> so there was a certain amount of just like, I'm being bad yeah. that came from like, like being, going to like my Jewish elders being like, why did you keep this from us? <laughs> I understand maybe the pork thing, but puppy chow? We could have been doing this the whole time. Um, Buckwild. Well, also the name puppy chow is absolutely disgusting. I just opened it up to confirm how to make it. The side ad, like the suggested ad, is what to do if your dog eats grass. (laughs) So they're reading you. But it's also called, I knew there's another name. It's also called Muddy Buddies. More gross. You think Muddy Buddies is more gross than Puppy Chow? Well, I already told you that I eat these pretzels despite thinking that they look like dog food, so I'm already past that point. <laughs> I think you just like a dog food-based snack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so so that's your out-of-home snack of choice. Yes, yes, I think so. Something like that where like, I would never fathom thinking about it. And, and But also, like, back when we were able to host people, I would do a fair amount of thinking about like, well, if I'm going to buy snacks, I'm not just going to buy chips. Like what is something that people, what is an experiential snack right. that people can have? Like, I don't want to have just any snacks. I want to have good snacks that go by the end of the day. Um, And so, and I think the difference there is like, if I were to put a fine line to it, it's in-home snack is store, store-bought guacamole. Kev. Out of home snack is homemade guacamole. Hmm. Because it feels like there's effort. Well, guacamole is green, so it's healthy. Yes. Yes. It's a it's a superfood. Yeah. Um yeah, I think if I can jump back to something you said earlier and not answer the question. Um we had a game growing up called Crackers in My Bed, which was like a uh, board, is that a board game. game or was it's a it board just game. Like you sh- like crumbling crackers yeah me just sh- trying to do the saltine challenge in my twin bed in massachusetts <laughs> no it was a board game where i don't remember all of the rules but i do remember that you had to like match different types of bread and crackers and you were trying to like the board was actually like someone in bed with crackers and you were trying to like Get the best crackers. And that's what, all I could think of. What an insane concept for a board game. Mm-hmm. What an absolutely buck wild concept for a board game. We played it all the time. All right. You know, really, if you think about it, every concept for every board game makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, shoots and ladders. Why yeah, wouldn't sh- people do stairs? <laughs> all right. Here is I'm on boardgamegeek.com, which is actually I My I'm blog. not I'm yeah. <laughs> um I know we keep being like this is the foremost authority on this, but this is actually like a board game foremost authority. Um the description for this game is players try to match sets of crackers by using a spinner to dictate what color cracker they pull out of the bed. Player with the most cra- cracker matches wins. And Wait, I remember this telling, You're telling me. Oh, sorry, go ahead. And so what you're doing is there's half crackers in the bed and you have, so like the, the top of the cracker is in the bed and you have the bottom cracker and you're trying to like get the right crackers. Do you know what? This, this feels like somebody did the long con. They grew up, they became a game executive in order to prove to their mom that you can eat crackers. In bed. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Oh yeah, mom. Well, $12 million in annual revenue on this game alone begs to differ. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, it is a four out of 10 on board game. Oh, that's not very good. People love Gloomhaven, but they hate, uh, <laughs> they hate well, crackers in my bed. And, and in their defense, it does sound like the game sucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's four ages three and up. 
Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, every game, every game concept is wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the game of life is absolutely wild. <laughs> the concept oh, yeah. of the game of life is retire rich. Period. Period. End of story. That's end. the whole thing. That's end. the whole thing. Now, can I confess to you that early on in quarantine, I downloaded the Game of Life app. Mm. And I played it by myself. Okay. Uh, and it's fine. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's fine. I remember the first time playing Game of Life, though, feeling scandalized that you could get married and have babies. I feel like what happens with the game of life is like, you're like, oh, you had a baby. And then by the end of the game, it's like six babies and there's not enough room in the car. Yes. And also the thing that we forget about in the game of life is like some of the little side things that you get on, like the things that happen throughout your life are like write best-selling novel, get botched plastic surgery, paint a masterpiece. Like this person, your little character is having a bomb ass life. They are making it happen. And all we care about is their kids in mansion. We don't care about the fact that a firefighter who, you know, owned nothing but a blue car grew up to paint a masterpiece and a best-selling novel. It was easier to be a boomer. <laughs> Times were different then. Yeah. You didn't have as much debt. <laughs> um, so my in-home snack of choice is I'm a big, and this might be scandalous, but, um, I like you say carrots. I'm no, out the door. no, I'm, no. You no. looked me dead in the eye after I was like anything salty, million calories, and you were like, I guess for me, my at home snack is carrots and sometimes kale. I yeah, I sometimes leave. make green smoothies for myself. I would leave. I would leave the podcast. You would never hear my name again. So I love El Milagro brand tortilla chips. Okay, they're the perfect amount of salty. That's a brown bag. Yeah, the brown bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I dip them in hummus, which that's is a little bit of cultural fusion. No, that's not crazy. You said that like you were going to tell me like I eat thumbtacks. <laughs> right. So that's my main go-to snack. I also – hummus. I did not Normal. make this up. There is a thing uh, where it's like a banana bread bite that I've gotten – before where it's like they take the little bits that they can't sell of the banana bread and they upcycle it and they cover it in peanut butter. And so it's banana bread and peanut butter and like a little globule. And it's the most delicious thing. It's like a banana and peanut butter. Where is that from? Uh, I think they sell them at Whole Foods. Oh, they might have it at Mariano's too. I'll look it up. All right. I'll send yeah. you some details. I'll text you afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we can do it after the show. Let's deal with that. Cause I, I, the peanut butter did change my mind on it. Yeah, exactly. Cause a peanut butter banana sandwich is perfect. So what I would say is my nostalgic snack. So this is also like a different type of snack as well because um, existentially, there's like the things you snack on and then you can make yourself a snack, which is more of an endeavor, but it's yeah, not I'd quite a meal. That. If it's not if it's not coming from a bag right out of the cupboard, I don't care. So you're not going to like make yourself a PB&J? No, that's not a snack. That's a meal. Interesting. So for me... Mm, I think that's in that uncanny valley of it could be a meal if you feel full by the end of it, but it could be a little snack in the mid-afternoon to just a get some energy. Never, get out of here. A sandwich is never a snack. No, but like, think about it. Like we used to make growing up, I don't know if this is a real thing, but my mom called them banana boats, which is that you take some bread, you take one piece of bread and you'd essentially, I guess what I'm thinking about it now, it's really just a banana taco. You take a piece of bread and you'd fold it and you'd put the banana lengthwise in it like it was a hot dog and a hot dog bun and then you'd put um peanut butter in there and you use toothpicks to hold it all together and it was this banana boat and it was a and it was a such a treat i can't i my brain can't even grasp that as a as a concept and friends at home this is my advice of the week when you're making a pb and j or you're making a peanut butter banana sandwich what are you doing if you're not toasting the bread a little bit it doesn't need to be fully burnt but it should be it no. should be a little bit. It should be a little no. bit toast. You get no, a little either. bit of there, and then you put a little bit of honey in there, no. just a little bit of honey. A snack should take two minutes or less to make. Josh, so here's my burning question: What snacks worse? Which which snack? Which mainstream snack? Do not come at me like you like to do, being like sometimes I drizzle a little olive oil on Brussels sprouts into me. No, I want like what mainstream snack that other people like low-key sucks or high-key. 
Starburst. Starburst candy, like non-chocolate candy. Wow. Are you saying all non-chocolate candy? I'm saying a lot of non-chocolate candy. I, I, Starburst are fine. It's just like never satisfies that itch for me. Like I'm not going to just like have a Laffy Taffy in the middle of the afternoon. That's true. I always kind of associate that with like, um, I always kind of associate like those candies with like you get a small reward and you're like, well, this will do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not quite out of your way. I mean, I do like a Starburst, but like a Laffy Taffy, like that's, that's like, well, I guess you got a hundred percent on that quiz. Yeah. Like a now and later. Yeah. Something oh. like that. Like I'm not, that kind of like, like having a fun sized, uh, like Snickers or a Milky Way or something like that. Totally fine. Right. Do it all the time. Do it in the office. Um, but like, I'm not going to just choose to have like a, fruity candy yeah as a snack I, okay. I don't think it's worth it what about a sour candy i like sour candy but it's the same thing for me i'm not gonna just like go out of the way to get a sour patch kids wow wow yeah drop the mic yeah how about you well i can tell you end of day there's no discussion we have to move on the worst snack in the world is triscuits boom Interesting. Fiber. They're a pile of fiber. They're disgusting. They crumble all over. The only good part of it is the salt. Like horrible, bad snack. That is what a doctor gives you when you're not going to the bathroom enough. Yeah, because I'm fine with a wheat thin, but uh, there's something about... Wheat thins are... Wheat thins are great. Greek gods have bestowed us upon... (laughs) They said, here is a snack. You said, this is the only one we need. This is the Prometheus only is getting his liver eaten yeah. out by a hawk every single day in Hades because he stole wheat thins from the gods and gave them the humanity. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that being said, Triscuits are the opposite. Yeah, it's like a shredded wheat. Ugh. Like It's like the cereal in cracker form. Ugh. Do you like this cereal but don't like milk? You could eat this. What if you had a pile of dry stuff in your mouth? Is kind of what that, what Triscuits <laughs> dares to ask. Do you what like chewing for bad? three minutes? <laughs> you know that dry feeling your mouth sometimes gets? Want to pay $3.99 for a box of that? Yeah. And want to feel superior while doing it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to feel like you should be at a fancy little party for book nerds? Triscuits. <laughs> I do. What I do like about Triscuits, though, are the very earnest, um, the quote unquote recipes on the back of the box being mm. like, slice up some mozzarella, put on a tomato. And it's like, no one's doing that. It's a Triscuit. Lay down. Yeah, it's a Triscuit. Also, it's not a recipe if there's, if you're just assembling <laughs> no, something. That, no, that counts as cooking. <laughs> Does it? Yes. Making a cheese plate is cooking? Yes. The only thing that's not cooking is like opening a bag of chips. That's the only thing that's not cooking. Interesting. See, mm-hmm. I would think there would need to be a chemical reaction happening, but sure. No. I'll even say that like if you're at Costco and you get that 150 hot dog, I'm talking about Costco a lot. If you're at Costco, you get that 150 hot dog and you put on ketchup and mustard on the hot dog. That's not cooking. No, it's not cooking. It's cooked. <laughs> you're a chef. Bon appetit. Uh, so then like if, if you had a free sample, I need to go down this rabbit hole. Um, if you have a free sample, is that cooking? Like if you eat a free sample? No. Yeah. Okay. What yeah. happens if there's two elements to the free sample? Like you need to dunk something into like, let's say they were giving you like, I don't know, like a, like a tiny cocktail wiener and they have like a marinara sauce. Oh, I guess you just cooked yourself a tiny. <laughs> no. <laughs> so if you put it in any effort, it's cooking. Mm-hmm. If you change, Cooking. congratulations, yeah. <laughs> congratulations, congratulations, cooker. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need to keep going with this. Um, sure. you dunk, you dunk an All Oreo right. in milk. You cooked it. <laughs> no. You can tell people you're busy cooking. You said I spent all afternoon cooking. <laughs> Let the chef cook. Let the chef cook. <laughs> Oh, I hate this. Absolutely. <laughs> One step of effort equals cooking. If you change, if you add another ingredient, basically it's like if you add another ingredient, it's cooking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you add salt to something? Cooking. You cook it. 
<laughs> what happens if you okay, okay. just one more one more of the it's gotta be cooked. <laughs> yeah, I know. What if you cut up a peach? Cooked. <laughs> <laughs> you cook that peach. Oh my God. Bone apple teeth. <laughs> so the phrase looking like a snack. Looking like a snack. Uh some of our listeners may not know that phrase. Uh, basically it and means, I don't know if that means they're like, Oh, they're too old to know, or we're so out of date with this phrase that they're, they're like, that's not a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, egg is on someone's face here and it's probably ours. Yeah. Looking like a snack is like, Oh, that person looks tasty. Like they're looking good. Yeah. Like you'd want to take a bite out of them. Yes, absolutely. You yum, may also yum, know yum. it from Lizzo's, uh, lyrics that she's not, a snack she's the whole damn meal yes so i can't imagine having that kind of raging confidence (laughs) imagine being a confident person all right so (laughs) i have a question if you if you were looking like a snack which snack would you want to look like Mm, yeah Mm. which Um, snack is the ultimate snack to look like now can you imagine looking at someone and going oh my god he's so hot he looks like a (laughs) go-gurt I just want to, I just want to slurp him down and maybe freeze him Ooh, on occasion. So cute. He looks like a tube of yeah. mush. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Okay. Are you a go-gurt? Because I think I'm going to like you a whole lot more than I actually am going to in actuality. Right. Exactly. Um, Paula, I have an answer for this. Oh, okay. It's an apple cider donut. And here's why. Okay. Here's why. I'm also my wardrobe is best in fall. Okay. I am I am an autumnal man. I look great in a jean and a boot, layers, you know, a long sleeve shirt, maybe a flannel, a jean jacket. You're rolling into your prime season. Yeah, exactly. A cardigan. There's a lot of just wardrobe options. It's my whole ethos, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, I am, I like an apple cider donut is a, I'm a seasonal snack. Okay. You only want it in autumn. (laughs) (laughs) I am also, uh, incredibly regional Mm -hmm. in terms of my interests and appeal. Yeah. And finally, uh, you have one. And you're like, oh, fuck, why am I not having like 15 of these? And you buy a whole sleeve and you have four. And you're like, that was a really nice outing that I had where I went into nature and it was really nice. And we had a we had a good time. But now I'm sick of these sugary snacks. And that's just kind of the effect I have on people. That's so sad, but I do love it. I do love that energy for you. <laughs> Ooh, Josh, are you an apple cider donut? Because I'm gonna get sick of you by October. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's so mean. Ooh, I'm gonna have a really happy memory with you <laughs> out somewhere in the countryside. That's like a really great day, but you know, at a certain point, you're gonna get soggy. At the end of the day, I just kind of want a Dunkin'. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. I shouldn't be having this many donuts. I don't know why I brought these home. They're so sugary. I, my mom likes them. <laughs> yeah. My mom loves them. I remember growing up with them. <laughs> but I just, I can't. And maybe, maybe I can pass <laughs> them off to a friend. <laughs> oh, that's very mean to you, but I do like it. <laughs> they make me feel like home and safe and warm inside. And Aww. then they give me indigestion. <laughs> then I forget. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Then someone mentions it a year later and I go, oh, yeah. Anyway, what's that? that What's that? What do you want to look like? That was my more, my specific relationship with an apple cider donut and not with Josh Linden as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understand. Josh, I would say you're spaghetti. That's not a snack. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) What snack would you want to look like? for all seasons. everyone's favorite look at this i'm complimenting you thank you that's nice (laughs) (laughs) could i get a thank you (laughs) okay i guess i'm not allergic to compliments back (laughs) 
Um, what snack do I think I am? Um, I think I want to be one of those hot dogs that's on the rolling thing at the gas station. Mm, like a 7-Eleven <laughs> hot dog. Yeah. Or um, what are those called? Uh, like, what are they called? Tornado dogs? Twister dogs. Let me look that up. I don't know what that is. I guess it's not a real thing. <laughs> huh. <laughs> um, this is a really hard question. Um, maybe a Twinkie? Interesting. Interesting. A guilty pleasure. Sure. And I'm just saying that. And now as I talk, I'm going to make up the reasons. Sure. But I said it because I had to say something or else we'd have dead air. You know what I mean? I get it. I so get I it. I don't have any allegiance to this. I don't actually think I'm like a Twinkie, but it was a food that came to mind. And now in the spirit of a podcast, we have to make it work. Sure. <laughs> Improv 101. Improv 101. <laughs> so I'm going to say a Twinkie because number one, I'm going to last through the apocalypse. Okay, good. I'm not going bad. So you may I, think I may not be your first choice, but at the end of the day, guess who's still sitting in that cupboard? And you're is, going, this has been here for years. It's isn't so there working. a Twinkie logo that also like has a lasso and cowboy boots and a cowboy hat? Yes, that's the Twinkie man. That's my vibe. <laughs> Very much your vibe in that Yeehaw. like you wear a lot of uh, cowboy hats. Yeehaw. Yeah. Uh, also, just a little bit makes you sick. Oh no. One bite sick. Oh. Don't bite me. <laughs> Attention vampires, don't bite me. Vampires. Um and also because um I don't know, very there, sweet. Oh, thank you. Is there a joke about hostess? <laughs> Pre-processed? I don't know. Sure. I'm very processed. <laughs> nothing in me is, Nothing's natural. Nothing in me is natural. <laughs> I would love to come out of quarantine just filled with silicone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then just try to tell everyone, like, no, this is what I always look like. But I want to look like um on drag race, the best show on television. Sometimes the drag queens will get a ton of silicone just pumped into their bodies. Mm. Tons. Because um in a lot of cases, it, it makes it easier. It makes you more beautiful in drag. It just makes your face an easier canvas. And in some of their cases, uh, like Chad Michaels, if you're listening, Chad Michaels, uh, he's like the number one share impersonator in the world. And so it was this investment to get all this money or all this silicone done to look more like Cher. Mm. And so I just want to come out looking exactly like Cher. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe in love and the love? <laughs> It's a pretty good share impression. I try. <laughs> Paula, I don't know if I believe in life after love, but I do believe in life. I'm never going to stop. <laughs> I do believe in life after lower back pain. Oh. <laughs> Folks, we have a sponsor this week, our good friends, Connect Chiropractic Clinic here in Chicago in the Lakeview neighborhood. They've been there for 20 years. You've probably heard about them because we've been talking about them the last couple of weeks. That's exactly how old I am. 20 years in Lincoln in Lakeview. 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, the uh, Dr. Andrew Connect uses state-of-the-art equipment and technology to provide patients with high-quality care. And Josh, those x-rays are done right on site. Amazing. Have you ever gotten an x-ray and like you're looking at it, you're like, that's what I look like on the inside. I've actually never gotten an x-ray oh. before and I'm about to get one. Oh, it's so, I love it. It's so weird. You're like, that is a secret little glimpse of what my bones are. <laughs> and we have done a lot of bone talk. I think yes. the, the, the most elusive bone for the bone collector is your own. I would love to just go in to connect chiropractor and say, chiropractor, my, not chiropractor, x-ray my entire body. Let me just take home a full-size scan of all of my bones. You know? Please I want 3D to 3D like, print me. Yes. Like, I just want to know, like, what if, what if you have an extra bone in there? You may never know. Now is the time to find out. You could have a rib floating around in your stomach. This is not a service that they will provide, but <laughs> maybe they'll think about it. 
Uh, they do, however, if you do have new aches and pains from being working at from uh, working at home, or if you've been extra anxious lately, chiropractic yeah. adjustments can alleviate spine and joint pain, help increase blood flow, and help lower stress and anxiety. Beep beep. Uh, yeah. So if you are interested, give Connect Chiropractic Clinic a call at seven seven three five two five nine one zero zero. Tell them you're a being earnest listener and give them a high five from a social distance. Yeah. Do one of those air high fives. Uh, we will also high five you. Um, offer is always open to get for a, for a socially distant high five. Um, check them out. Connect chiropractic clinic. We love you. So I have to pause the podcast just for a, a quick second because I <laughs> it's our Foley work. It's our greatest. It's the whole reason you all come here to listen is for us to just make noises into your ears. <laughs> um, but I just got an email. <laughs> I got an email from James Carville, old Democrat. And he said the subject line and is my grandpa. The subject line is, let me explain. <laughs> what did you do, James Carville? What did you oh, do to me? I didn't think you did anything to me. Before before anyone else talks to you, I have to explain myself. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh. Please, it's a donation email, but... but let me explain. <laughs> please, please. Josh, I know you've been... We've been seeing each other for some time, and you're going to hear some really bad things about me. Look, I know me, James Carville, just borrowed your car, and I know I told you I would take really, really, really good care of it, but... No, 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 don't turn on the news. Don't turn on the news. Before you go outside. (laughs) If a cop comes... The sirens are coming. I'm obsessed with political email subject lines. Mm -hmm. They're so radically personal. (laughs) I, 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 I tweet about them all the time, but I... So not to be like coming on here and being like, here's Twitter jokes in real life. But I'm obsessed when I get one from Joe Biden. That's like, Paula, <laughs> come quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like they sound so for a second. You're like, he needs me. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's one that was like, Paula, my assistant told me you haven't entered yet. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, right. no, what, did, what haven't I entered? <laughs> Your assistant told you I didn't donate five dollars, <laughs> Paula. <laughs> hey, um, I know there's a lot going on right now, but um, I just found out my assistant told me that you didn't enter it. <laughs> what didn't you enter? <laughs> Please, Paula. I, some people compulsively snack. Me. <laughs> uh, me. Well, what other compulsive behaviors do you have? <laughs> uh, all right, let's dive in. I really love uh, when Josh is also my therapist. <laughs> yeah. What other compulsions do I have? Um, I How are snack. you feeling today? <laughs> I chew gum. I love to chew gum. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fidgeter. I'm kind of a nightmare to be around. Oh, no. I, I don't feel that I way. Fidget, but... I click pens. I tap. Click. I get I restless leg for sure. I break my glasses. I throw shit. I cry. <laughs> I talk. I chat. I get distracted. I look at my phone. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> I now have an Apple watch and I look at that. Yes, that's true. I, uh, yeah, I get restless leg for sure. That's bouncing I, your leg. What? That's bouncing your leg. Yeah, bouncing your yeah, leg. I do that. I do, um, I used to drum and I don't do that anymore. Like drum I, fingers and I things like that. Like, bah, bah, bah. But I picture you in a meeting being like, bah, 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 like yeah. just banging. Just being there and, and J.K. Simmons comes in and is like, that's not my tempo. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, do we love that whiplash joke from 2016? Do we I love didn't it? know it, but I loved it. <laughs> um, I've never seen a movie. I also kind of, uh, if there is a drink in front of me, I will compulsively just like drink it. which is good in some cases like water and bad in some cases like cocktails like daiquiris yeah (laughs) yes all i'm doing is making myself daiquiris at home just shaking and freezing and everything like that um 
I will also I I will click a pen. Mm-hmm. I definitely do that for sure. I never got into the fidget spinner thing. I have some coworkers who did. Did oh, you yeah. ever get into fidget spinners or like those like fidget, fidget cubes? Fidget was absolutely meant for someone like me. Sure. Someone with just an ADHD rattled brain <laughs> filled with little holes, but I couldn't get into it. Mm. I couldn't get into it. Um, have you ever been somebody who like bites your fingernails or anything? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely do that. Definitely do that. I definitely, I, like if I have any, not even like the, the fingernails, it's the stuff around the cuticle where like a little oh, bit no, of that shows no, up. No, stop, stop. Don't, don't chew that. That could rip off all of your skin. It just peels off. <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> do you know our friend, uh, our friend Mads Horath, uh, they have a joke. Uh, they have a, like, a, they're a cartoonist. They're amazing. But, uh, yes. they have a, uh, joke uh, comic that's about like biting that and then just uh, all of your skin coming off and it gives me tr- tr- full on chills. Ugh. Probably. I've never thought about that before. It's just you know relieving yeah. the pain of a of a hangnail. No, no. I also uh, ah, now I'm freaking out. I also compulsively buy things on the internet. Ooh, okay. What is the last thing you bought? Um, I got real excited about some dry storage for my dry goods. I was like, my cabinet is not as organized as it could be. Maybe my flowers could be slightly more fresh for longer. Have you put it all together yet? I have. I have. Does it look beautiful? It does look beautiful. It's taking up more space than if I didn't use the the containers. (laughs) It actually created more of a cabinet problem, but Mm -hmm. they're all labeled but they look now you know exactly which thing is which without that pesky bag. Without the pesky bag that says bread flour on it. Without, without that pesky bag that did the work for you to begin with. Right, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's going to stay fresh for forever, Paula. Which snack do you think is the best one to compulsively eat? I think jelly beans. Interesting. See, I uh, they're also in the kind of like sweet fruity kind of like i'm not just going to keep eating them without wrong. thinking about it mindlessly alert wrong <laughs> best food i don't i don't really like jelly beans it doesn't do anything uh, for me wrong they're a perfect snack to compulsively eat because each bite is a similar yet different flavor experience see i don't want a varied flavor experience when i'm just straight up snacking and not thinking about it I want the same great taste that I've had for the I, last five minutes. I feel like I want every moment of my life to be some great adventure. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Whereas I think that at the end of the day, there are some creature comforts that are worth uh, diving into. It sounds like we are um, a sketch where we're about to invent a perfect food. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, we've not. been we've been pitching this and the, okay, sharks, <laughs> I am a person. <laughs> While I prefer an adventure in every bite, introducing pizza rolls. They're like <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say fruit chips. Now, hear me out here, actually, for a minute, Paula. I was making a joke, but what if you could have something that had the saltiness of ruffles, but also the varied fruitiness of a like of a jelly bean? Now, my question is: Didn't you just spend ten minutes telling me that you don't like varied fruitiness? <laughs> Yeah, okay, but uh, I I do love a good business idea. Now here you are sinking 30,000 in for 10% of my company. (laughs) Crazy. Um, I will eat ruffles until the the earth gets cold. I friggin' love those ridges. Mm. The ruffles with ridges. Ruffles have ridges. It's it's the salty snacks. I'm very much a salty snack person. I just want to keep eating. And I'm like, maybe this salt, this more of this salty snack will make my mouth feel less salty. Well, I think that brings us to the ultimate decision. Mm. What is the Mount Rushmore of snacks? Okay. Important distinction here is that an individual thing, or can we have like a uh, like a pairing? For example, like chips and dip, or something like that. Like, is yeah, that that's one? Fine, but it has to go together. You can't eat them separate. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can't it's... say I want ruffles and hummus, and then I both. Them. No, 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 no. no. Both. Okay, so the first and I think most obvious one here is chi- uh, is uh, tortilla chips and guacamole. All right, I'll accept it. I think it's just like everyone goes gaga over the guac at yeah. a party. Um, I would love maybe a variation of M&M's. 
Oh, interesting. Something's like a crispy M&M. Ooh, like a crispy M&M. Okay, now that's one we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Much like Thomas Jefferson on there. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't expect Thomas Jefferson on Route Rushmore. He's the odd one out to you. Do nothing. Teddy Roosevelt is clearly the, Teddy the odd one out. No, he's a great president. Thomas Jefferson... Tell me very what Very flawed, very yeah. flawed and problematic figure yeah. when we look at it from a like a slaveholding perspective. Yeah. But like wrote the Declaration of Independence. Teddy Roosevelt was before, just manly. Before he was president. Before <laughs> he was president. He was not active enough while he was president. Teddy Roosevelt established the National Park Service, did a bunch of other shit while he was president. I say blow Thomas Jefferson off that thing. Put up me. <laughs> Why is it Ben Franklin on the Ben Franklin wasn't a president? I know, but he deserved he did a lot for this country. It's presidents. Eh. Go lie down. <laughs> but I do like a crispy M&M. Yeah, or like a I mean, I love peanut M&Ms. Yeah. I know they're allergic for some people. <laughs> well, you could say that allergy. about any food. <laughs> yeah. hey, Josh, hey Josh, actually, some people are allergic to peanut M&Ms. And so guess what? Canceled. Yeah, so yeah, I think we're going to get canceled. Twitter's pissed. Yeah, right. My top four snacks are air, water, um, pure fiber. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. Like M&Ms are, they are the perfect size and the perfect amount of food per bite. Yeah. And you need Also, some- okay. But a Reese's cup, though. Too, that's too robust. You know, you can't have a handful of a Reese's cup. That's, I guess. Yeah. I I think that I'm saying the difference between a candy and a snack is being able to eat it by the handful. You're very right. You're very right. And Reese's is a superior candy, but M&M's are a superior snack. Um, okay. I'll allow that. I mean, it is wrong, but I'll allow it. (laughs) Um, what's like the best healthy snack? You know what I mean? Like, it feels like we need to, like, throw a bone there. But there are. There's probably a healthy snack that tastes good, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't really want a healthy snack on here. <laughs> okay. What? That'd so be then... like Obama getting up on Rushmore. It's not going to happen. <laughs> now, it's probably a good idea. But the amount of work it would take. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, so we have like a chip based snack. We've got a candy based snack. Well, you know, I want that. Um, I want, I would love a peanut butter pretzel on there. I, I love a peanut butter pretzel. All right. Let's put that on there. Yeah. Put that on there. Yeah. Because and if I we think- go the crispy M&Ms, then it's not two peanut butters. Yeah. And I think for number four, we need a wild card. Yeah. Total wild card. Like um, a, like a spoonful of jam. <laughs> um, I will say that my most embarrassing Snack, and I may have said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, you know how you can get frozen French fries that you then put in the oven and you oh, reheat them? Before I'm going to vomit, yes. You know, before you put it on the tray, sometimes I'll just like chow down on a little frozen fry. That's a mistake. That's no, a- it's great. It's no, the right amount of coldness, no, the right amount of toothsomeness. There's no way in hell that we can have a Mount Rushmore of snacks and we're talking chips and guac, M&M, peanut butter pretzel, and Josh's frozen french fry. That's- I'm not saying it needs to go on Mount Rushmore. I'm just saying that I wanted to be vulnerable in this safe space you and share this. You wanted to remind us that you have bad taste sometimes. All right. Well, I thought we were going to talk maybe about our, our least uh, socially appropriate snack that well, people are going to be mad about. You know <laughs> no, you I tricked was- me. You tricked me into saying mine I and not just saying you. yours. Well, you know, my, my, one of my favorite snacks that's not popular, but I would like to pitch it to be on Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Beef jerky. I was going to say a beef based snack. Yeah. And just a classic jerky. You know, you don't need a beef stick, a jerky. Mm. And we can put, we can put that as just a jerky. You can put it turkey, jerky, beef jerky, <laughs> you know, whatever little mushroom vegan jerky. Interesting. Yeah. Like a dried meat or meat substitute. Yes. And if you don't let me put it on there, I will do it in the middle of the night and there will be a fifth and it will be hanging off the edge. It won't work. <laughs> right. Well, then I don't have a choice. Uh, so that I... <laughs> All right. Then that makes sense. Yes. Uh, I would also argue that like 
a PB and J or like a really good chi- like That's crackers meal. and cheese. Not a meal. It could be a snack. We need something cheesy. Yeah. All right, I could do a crackers and cheese. What about like a cheese it? I don't like a cheese it. Interesting. What but about I, those cheese puffs? Cheese puffs that come in the big pit. Yeah, yeah. And they stay in your hands. Uh, yeah. The kind that you get at Costco where it's not yeah. a brand you've ever seen before. It's not it's a brand. Jug. Yeah. And it's kind of Cheeto, but it's not Cheeto. Right, right. Exactly. It's not Cheeto. It's too fluffy and too, the girth yeah. is too wide to be a Cheeto. Yes. Um, okay. I'll allow that, but I am, I am carving myself my own jerky on the side. The dark side of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> And that's where we can also put your French fry. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. As always, thank you for listening. We're going to do our weekly signature segment. Earnest moment of the week. Imachua. We have an Imachua from listener Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. It goes. Just had another dog-related imatwa, and my heart is oozing with puppy love. If you remember from a couple uh, episodes ago, we had that small dog uh, that was being uh, encouraged onwards. Yes! Uh, That also came from Steph, so thank you. Thank you, Steph. I have a student. This one also, I will say, has a twist by the end of it. Dun-dun-dun! I have a student who just got a puppy. Last week during the call, he showed me the puppy, but she was asleep, so I couldn't see her face. This week, he was all excited that she was awake this time, so he could show her to me in all of her cuteness. He showed me and introduced me to Nina at the beginning of the call, and then at the end, he picked her up up again and put her puppy face right in the camera to say goodbye. This this is a 40-something-year-old student, by the way. Okay, and that's so nice. earnestly proud of his new dog, smiley face. Oh, oh. D- dogs are just the best. Every single thing a dog does, every single dog related thing, that's that's as earnest as it can get. That wins. <laughs> oh, a little puppy named Nina. Tiny puppy named Nina. Oh, I love her. Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram and to Dylan Dutch for our beautiful theme song. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. That's D O E T C H. Uh, If you uh, want to send us an earnest moment of the week or a note or a hello or a small town festival, which we'll eventually get back to, you can send that to us at, at being earnest pod anywhere on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Gmail and all of it. So send it on over. And honey, if you have time to do that, you have time to write us a review. We would love to see it. Yeah, we've got a, a couple new reviews recently and they've made us cry like little babies. So little thank you. Little happy babies. And until next week, as long as you're add or adding an ingredient, it's cooking. Remember that, kids. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Bye.